Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business show. His son, Carson Van, he is a longtime regular here on the Price of Business. We like to talk a lot about labor law. That is his in his firm, although we take a lot of liberties. We'll talk about the law in general, business law, and things like that, uh, because he brings so much to every conversation. So I'm always glad to have you on the program. A little bit more about your practice before we get into our topic, and make sure you include your website. Sure. Yeah, my, my practice is a primarily labor and employment law practice. I don't do that much of the labor, which is what we're going to what we're going to talk about today, but um, but the employment law, discrimination, retaliation, uh, you know, those types of cases are, uh, and and Fair Labor Standards Act cases are are a huge area of my practice. And my website is parsfirm.com. P is in Patrick. A R Z is in zebra. Firm.com. Yeah. Uh- when I said labor law, I kind of meant employment law because they are similar. But, yeah, okay, let's get into this. You know, it, it's like the good old days, unless <laughs> you're a business owner, uh, where all of a sudden unions have some uh, leverage like we haven't seen in years. I mean, it, it's nothing compared to the, you know, 50s and 60s, which were the heyday. Um, but, uh, and in fact, their success was so huge, it, it almost devastated unions because <laughs> of the economic impact. Uh, but it sure kind of feels like that, particularly if you're a business owner. It's an interesting time. Uh, set the stage for us. Well, yeah, I mean, I, 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 it, it seems to, to be that, you know, you've got, you've got a tightening, you know, a, a very, very tight labor market for a, for a prolonged uh, period of mo- time which has, has put pressure on wages anyway, even without, uh, without unions uh, involved. And, and the unions, uh, you know, are, seem to be uh, really stringing together some, some really, really big wins. And I mean, and, 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 it, and it's getting, you know, it, it's making mainstream news, um, these wins that these unions are getting for their employees. And, and the biggest one that I've heard about, you know, in, in, in common conversation, uh, you know, a whole lot uh, is uh, how much these UPS drivers are earning. I, if I remember correctly, uh, you know, when UPS renegotiated its, uh, its labor contract with its drivers, now its average UPS driver earns something like 150K a year which is way above what my starting salary as a lawyer was, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, it's fascinating, in fact, uh, to see that. So it would be nice if they went ahead and they probably trade a few of those thousands that they could get a, a fan, uh, an actual air conditioner and not those uh, old-school fans, <laughs> especially in Texas. But, yeah, it's fascinating. I mean, people ask me, you know, uh, about, for some reason, people think I'm a good, career consultant. I'm not, but they'll ask me, and I, you know, I, of course, talk about things like nurse practitioners because of how much they can make and the training requirements are so much less than a doctor. I'll talk about certain things, but, you know, maybe I ought to include um, a UPS driver because you can get started sooner, you don't need a college education, and you're making bank that uh, the vast majority of your degrees aren't going to get you. No, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. And so, you know, I think I think that there is an increasing uh, recognition that that uh, blue collar work um, can can earn uh, six figures. 
in 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 certain uh, and not necessarily niche areas even but 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 just uh in in certain areas i mean i've uh, i've i've heard uh, elevator repairmen make make uh, make uh, very very high hourly wages and and also are able to collect overtime um and and there's just a there's just a lot of there's just a lot of blue collar jobs out there and and then uh you know and those a lot of those jobs are for 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 even smaller employers you know with regard to things like elevator repair but um but it, you know you also have the UAW that's doing some progressive uh strikes um with regard to the auto companies um you're seeing increasing uh, unionization and some kind of, I, I, I would say, non-traditional union employers like Starbucks uh, facing uh, facing union organizing campaigns. I mean, it, it's a it, it's quite a landscape out there. Yeah, absolutely. So, so we've got one of these uh, really big strikes taken care of with the writers, uh, still dealing with the actors, still dealing with all workers. Um, it sounds like, like a week or so ago they were getting close to a deal on the auto workers, and all of a sudden it went very silent on that. Yes, and 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 and, and I really don't know internally what what's going on. And, and based on the news articles, I just I, uh, all, all all I see is that it seems like you know they're they're striking at a few more places, and then also there are there are furloughs related to some of those strikes you know because you know if if we can't make widget a then you know then then it's pointless for us to have the workers working on on part b or part c of the of the production line and so uh, my understanding is is that there are even you know even some workers who are not striking or are facing some corresponding furloughs yeah, very interesting. So, talk a little bit about um, you know the the story that I don't think is getting that much coverage is that in both the auto workers and what's going on in Hollywood and still continues with the actors is the uh, issue of uh, AI. Talk a little bit about that, and I think it's a harbinger of debate debate wise, if you will, or conversation wise. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I think it's a it's a it's a difficult one because no matter what i i feel like a com uh, you know i i don't even know how you would write in the provisions right necessarily because a company is, or you know uh, economically you're going to do what's efficient ultimately and even if you wrote in provisions regarding ai or something to that effect um i think eventually you're you're still going to end up in the same in the same boat where where there's where there's an ability to get greater productivity. I I think ultimately it's going to it's just I I, I feel like you're 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 kind of you're kind of fighting something that you can't really fight. I mean I'd I'd be interested to see what the specific language and how 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 they're particularly targeting it, but. I, I think the the simple way out, in in a nutshell, is you know you you have you have something like a guarantee of of a certain number of jobs to be out there. But if there's an expansion, you know, then suddenly uh, you you end up 
you know, you end up using AI or robots or whatever else, you know, to do, to do that type of work. And then, and then I, I, I think ultimately, and, and I, I think it's probably a lesson of the 90s uh, that, that unions learned, uh, if you make your facility so anti, uh, you know, so unable to compete, eventually you're just going to have offshoring of the jobs. So yeah. at least in, in the manufacturing context, I think that's what we've seen. Um, now, with regard to the riders, I don't know. You know, I don't know. That's a that's a little bit of a more difficult question. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the problem here is, you know, at some point uh, the unions are going to be uh, like Don Coyote chasing windows. They're not going to be able to put this genie back in the bottle. Um, right now, it's too hard for these industries to go fully in the many areas they can go fully in, they, they won't be able to go fully in not in the next decade or so. But they, they can't even move as fast as they'd like to in a lot of these areas. So they're forced of deal, you know, forced to deal with unions now. But long-term-wise, time is not on the side for those who are against AI. AI is just too alluring, too powerful, uh, too much utility. Uh, it's just a question of when it's the, you know, almost entire force. Um, I don't want to exaggerate, but it's only a question of when it becomes ubiquitous, not yet. I, I, I agree. I mean, I mean, I, if, if, if you want my vision of what 25 years from now looks like, I mean, especially with how quickly the technology is moving, uh, I mean, I would think that, you know, there will be some type of, you know, that most car assembly or most car parts will be made by by a 3D printer, and then the 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 3D printer would would kind of assemble it together too, to some extent or another. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I think I think I mean I think that's likely given given how much that technology has has gone forward. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, now a little bit near the end here, give us some other observations or further observations about what you're seeing. And, and I really watch your intro where you talk about this fact. We're not just talking about traditional industries like automobiles, which that's been a narrative throughout uh, U.S. industrial history, right? Uh, we're talking coffee shops. And we're talking about writers. And that's been around a, for a while as well, but it's still unique. But give us some final thoughts as we uh, begin to wrap it up. Well, you know, it, 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 it's it's just it's it's almost it's almost like a, a if you're a Star Wars nerd, kind of like a Return of the Jedi moment for 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 the unions. And 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 again, I I I don't know I don't know necessarily how long it will last. I, I do think that the you know the tighter labor markets are are a, a key determining factor. But there, you know, for a long time, I think the the narrative or the conventional wisdom on unions was something to the effect of though, at least in the South and which is very anti-union. And that's where all of my experience is, is, is that they'll, 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 they'll take your money because, you know, they take union dues out of your paycheck, but they're not, but they're not worth it. But, but ultimately, you know, I, I would say recent history in terms of what I've seen with the pilots and, 
UPS and 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 other other uh, you know other situations uh, you know would lead me to believe the opposite that the unions uh, at at the very least uh, based on the news reports of the more extraordinary wins that they've had are 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 really uh, are really generating uh, higher wages uh, for their members taking advantage of the economic conditions and the in the tight labor market that exists. They're, they're yeah. using their leverage uh, effectively. Got to wrap it up with that. You broke up for just a moment, but you came in to kind of explain what we lost here for a moment. Uh, Hassan Persevent, and always glad to have you on this website, parsfirm.com. That's parsfirm.com. I am Kevin Price. This is the nationally syndicated Price of Business.